Good evening. Welcome to Tuesday Evening Chapel. This is the first chapel service of the spring term. I'm glad you're here. This is the first leg of, of the last stretch. That's great. And we are here to finish the race and keep the faith. We have two guests with us this evening. Uh, the, f the first person I want to introduce to you is Dr. LeBron Fairbanks. He is the Education Commissioner for the International Board of Education for the Church of the Nazarene. Would you stand, Dr. Fairbanks, and everybody welcome him. Dr. Fairbanks will be speaking in tomorrow evening's chapel. He will be looking for you. I told him I'd give him a list. The person who is going to minister to us this evening is Dave Clark. He is a songwriter, composer, arranger, producer. He is a Nazarene Bible College student. And he came all the way from Nashville, Tennessee, just to be in chapel. So, would you welcome him? Okay, I want us to pray, and then Dave will minister to us. Let's pray. It's the start of a new term. Uh, we're ready to go. We're also a little apprehensive about what the term will mean. So we want to give our appreh apprehensions to you. It's the start of a new term. You're going to take us places that we don't expect. And we want to say, wherever you want us to be, we'll go, as, you, as long as you go with us. As long as you guide us. As long as you empower us to be your people, to be your obedient servants. We pray and make that so. We do want to finish the race. We do want to keep the faith. Thank you for our brother in Christ, Dave Clark, for his willingness to serve you in whatever direction and whatever means that you have for him. We pray that you will help our hearts hear yours through him. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Aren't you glad tonight that we serve a God who's greater than the sky and the sea that he created? I'll tell you what, you... Uh, you have the most beautiful view in the entire world. You know that. Sitting, looking out. I was here a little over a year ago, and, and, I, and I brought my wife with me, and she, didn't, she teaches school and doesn't get away very often. And I said, you got to go because the view out the back of the chapel window is worth leaving Nashville for. And that was great. That worked real well right up until we got here and found out the chapel was in the temporary quarters. And... Um, I got up this morning and I was, was doing my homework. Yes, I'm a student at Nazarene Bible College. I have been here almost three years. I got up this morning. I was doing my work and, uh, and I thought, you know, it's a little dark in here. And I opened the curtains in the hotel and I saw the most beautiful snow. And I says, thank you, Lord. I'm, I'm from Michigan originally and I miss the snow. I miss the snow. We have some other Yankees here. I, normally you don't have to tell. We can Oh, by looking. Um, I'm a student. I told you it's been almost three years, and uh, God is just blessed. And, I'm, man, I'm having the time of my life in these classes. And 
I'm in a class right now. I was thinking, I came in before the service, and Vic was asking now, what tracks do you need and what songs do you need to do? And I, I said, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have an order. And he kind of looked at me, and I realized that most people that come here before you probably have an order. Um, I'm in, the class that I'm in right now in the online program is called, I should know this, Pastoral Counseling and, Pastoral Care and Christian Counseling, that's it. Anybody here taking that class? One of the things that, that we are doing this week is we had to do a personality profile. And some of the people were talking about how people in their church, are, they, you know, they have different words for the different profiles. You've been there. And, and they said, we have a guy in our church, and he just walks around, and, and he doesn't know what he's going to do next. And, and I'm driving him crazy because I got a list. And I thought, oh, boy. I'm the guy that drives people with the list crazy. <laughs> uh, but you know what? God is just blessing, and, and, and I'm learning more things. And, and things about the story that I never knew. And they, they talk about it being a lifelong learning process, and I get that. I get that because the more I learn, the more I want to know. And I, I hadn't planned on sharing this, but something happened with me about three years, three and a half years ago, I guess. And, and God has blessed the songwriting, and they introduced you, me as everything except a singer, and you've heard why. God has blessed the writing. I'm not a singer. I don't profess to be. But God has given me that little bit of the kingdom building. And he said, if you, if you take these little these rhymes that I give you, I'll, I'll use it. And he has. And he's been faithful. And all these years, God has let me do the thing that he called me to do. And it was a little over three years ago, I was teaching a songwriting class up in Estes Park, Colorado. At the end of the class, somebody got up and they, you know, they had some time for questions. And I said, you know, call them. He said, I have a question. How come the praise and worship songs come and go so quickly? And the very first thing out of my mouth was, it's because we're letting our theology be defined by 12-year-olds in the garage with a guitar. Do I believe that? Sometimes I do. And I'm telling you people tonight, I hadn't gotten 10 feet out of that dorm that day, and God struck me upside the head and said, who are you to make a statement like that? You've been writing all these years, and you never went to college. You never studied theology. And I said, you know what, Lord, it's not too late. And I enrolled at Nazarene Bible College. I came in this afternoon early, and I, I met with my advisor. Much like getting a root canal. <laughs> I said, I just, you got to tell me, are we, is this like the rest of my life? Are we doing this? Is there like an end game in sight? I want to finish the race, and, and I'm trying to keep the faith, but I'm getting old. you got to help me out here. By the way, that, that little drawing, that was the worst drawing of Dr. Graves I've ever seen in my life. It just didn't look like him at all, out running like that. But uh, anyway, you know what? God has blessed the writing. That's what he called me to do. I left my home in Michigan when I was 17 years old, and I moved to Nashville. And God has just blessed and blessed and blessed. And uh, somebody asked, Dr. Fairbanks asked if I would do a song. And the only way I know how to do it, somebody took in a few years back and they, they put together a little medley of some of the things that we've written for other people. And uh, if, you will, if you will let me do this tonight, um, I am crucified with Christ. 
you know what, I'm, I told you I met with my advisor, and I, and I walked out of that room today, and I, I got to tell you, I asked myself the question again, why are you here? And I talk about NBC to everybody who will listen. And I get the same question, why are you here? Is, is it because I want to be a preacher? No. God called me to build a kingdom, and he's, he's, he's letting me do that. Is it, is it because I want to get a job? No, I don't want a job. Is it because I want a diploma to hang on the wall? No, it's not about a diploma. The, the thing that, that brings me here is probably real similar to the thing that brings you here. It's because when we accept that call to pick up the cross and we carry it, God says, I want you to go. And one of the things I'm loving about what I'm learning in school here are the word studies. I love words. Two phrases, I hadn't planned on sharing this tonight, but there's a couple of phrases that, that, that out of the Hebrew in the story of Abraham, there's, there's a phrase that says just lech lehe. What it means is, I want you to go to a place that I will show you. And then the other Hebrew word in that section just says hinani. Here I am. I have felt all these years that God's been leading me to a place that he would show me, and I don't know what that is, and I don't know what it is yet. I heard a story recently, and I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was about a man named Bill McCumber, and some of you remember that name. Somebody told me they were working a revival with him, and he was late in life. He was an old man, and, and he, he, they, they were at a camp meeting, and after the service, he said, you want to go get lunch? And he said, no. He said, i got to go back and read the Word. He said, but you, you've, you've preached all your life, and you've been a theologian. He said, oh, but there's so much more. And I ask you tonight, why are you here? Cindy and I have been married. It'll be 27 years in a couple of weeks. She grew up in the Nazarene Parsonage. We prayed for 12 years that God would bless our home with a baby, and he's blessed us with three. The youngest of those is named Sam. He's the promise God kept to us. Little Sam loves baseball, and, and um, when he was about three or four, our living room carpet is green, and, and that's an infield to Sam. Sam had one of those big red bats, those big plastic, and you've seen them. And, and I'd stand and pitch that ball to Sam in the living room, and he'd swing and he'd miss. One night I, I threw it to him, and he said, do it again. He swung as hard as he could, and he missed it again. He said, do it again. And I picked up that big old white ball, and I threw it again. He swung as hard as he could and missed it. I could see the frustration setting in, and it dawned on me, you know what, if he'll hold that bat still, I bet I can hit it. <laughs> I said, Sam, man, don't swing this time. 
he held that bat, and I was just as easy as I could. I, I threw that ball and hit that square in the middle, and it bounced over the couch, and he threw the bat and ran around the sofa like he'd won the World Series. <laughs> and it dawned on me. That's what God's doing. He's, he's calling us to this thing of ministry, and, and it calls for sacrifice. And then when he, he lets us do it, he's just a good enough God to stand there and act like we're doing all the work. And I'm telling you what, people, I have seen it in business. I've seen it, and heaven forbid, but I've seen it even in the church where the preachers, they got the growing church, and they say, look what we're doing here. And it's, look what God is doing, and he's letting us run around the couch. I want to be like Bill McCumber. And the older I get, I just want to keep learning more. You know what, there's a song I don't want to close with tonight, and if I've ever sung it, I don't remember when. But tonight, why are you here? The more I know about the story of God, the more I'm compelled to share it.